Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Hey, listeners. Looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu. Welcome to Adulting Like a Mother Father. We're your hosts, Daniela Monet and Andrew Gardner. Let's get into it. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, 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 adulters. Welcome to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew Gardner, the father. And we're both adults. adults. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this so is a show <laughs> about adulting. So if you're an adult or just trying to be one, you're in the right place. Let's jump in. Let's go. Okay. So um, it is a fabulous Tuesday morning. Thank you everyone for tuning in. We have an awesome episode for you guys today. Wow. Do we have a cool guest coming on the show later? Yeah, we got a rock star. She's a, oh my gosh. So Megan Batoon is a YouTuber. She's I mean, I'm going to call her, she's an actress. She's a comedian. She, I'm literally listing everything I think she is. I don't know if she yeah, claims to be Maybe you could just put these. it in the bucket of like really well-rounded. She's well-rounded, but she's also just self-made. She's an incredible dancer, almost yeah. above all. And she has a great, successful YouTube channel that we seem to really admire. So. Yeah, she's crushing. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit later. But how are you doing this morning? I'm okay. You know, we had, uh, we're following the journey of, of Geo here. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we are. We had kind of a rough night of sleep. Um, I feel like everyone's like, you guys should play a drinking game on like everyone who mentions sleep needs to, no, don't drink, don't drive and drink. Well, if you're on vacation, you can, You can have a sip or just have a sip of your coffee. That's what I'm about to do. There you go. So yeah, feeling okay. You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. How are you feeling? I'm okay. Um, I'm okay. You know, it's, it's interesting. Like... Do you want to get that coffee off your teeth? <laughs> no, because I'm saving it for like right now when I need it. Yeah. Um, life's, you know, it's crazy right now. I feel like we have a lot of things going on, but also like this is what. Okay. So Heather DeBro said this the other day and I felt like it just nailed it. She said, I am so, oh shit, I should remember. Overwhelmed. But and underwhelmed. underwhelmed. Yes. 
It's like, I, can you explain that? Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. I'm going to explain it the best that I know how it's like, I'm overwhelmed with all the different things that are going on in our life. In fact, if I'm being completely honest, which I feel like I just want to get this off Should my be. chest. I, we had an event last weekend for Mo for Paws. It's um, an adoption rescue, or it's a rescue that I'm on the board for. We rescue companion animals and place them in good homes. And I walked into the event with Gio and you, and I don't know what happened, but I just like had like a little panic attack, and I don't know. You want to call it that, or like a full breakdown? I don't. Yeah, I'm not even sure what it was. It was just one of those moments where I just felt like. I could barely like catch my breath. It yeah, that one was weird though, because it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, I don't we were in the know car together for from. thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Didn't really seem like anything like that was coming. It's so weird. And then boom, smacked you and in the I'm face. And I'm not that kind. Like, I'm not someone who's had many of those. I have had definitely. I've had panic attacks. You would have called it anxiety, right? I guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so let's talk about that because I'm sure that that's helpful for people because I know I've felt that. Yeah. Hundreds, if not thousands, of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess a few of those resulted in like a, a breakdown like right. that, but, um, like what were you feeling right before, like leading into, you know, the, the time that you just felt completely overwhelmed and you, you know, I'd say you, you lost it a little bit. Yeah, I did lose it. Um, what did I feel like? Okay. So it's so funny how little things can just trigger you. Like it ended up being way warmer than I thought it was going to be. And so Gio was dressed too warm and I was worried that he was going to be uncomfortable. So I remember thinking like, how do I get ahead of this? Like, how do I change him very quickly and make him comfortable? And like, I just started to sort of, in so many words, I don't know, like get overwhelmed with the idea of just all the people around and then everyone wanting to hold him. And then I was, (sighs) I can barely form a thought right now because it just feels like I can't relive that moment. I just remember I had to step away. You don't have to go too deep. Yeah, I had to step away. I just felt like I was, the world was like closing in on me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's anxiety. It was. Like borderline and panic attack. Yeah. And I like had shortness of breath, which was like, what the heck? You're outside. There was no reason for this other than like, listen, I can understand you know, we go from like our world, which is like pretty contained. We've got our home, our dogs, you know, and geo, mm-hmm. but then like very rarely are we around a huge group of people and everyone's sort of really excited and everyone gets excited to see him. And I just felt like you don't understand. Oh, and you know what it was also that morning? What? I was overwhelmed with just like some kinder beauty stuff. Yeah. So I mean, uh, like my plate just felt full very opinion, quickly. Exactly. I feel like you had underlying things that hadn't been taken care of yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's in the back of your mind. Yep. And then you're stepping into something that maybe you weren't ready for prepared for yep. that. You know that you had to kind of like go in there and do more work for. Yeah. And I wanted to be so present for Mo for pause. You know, we work yeah. really hard to like rescue these animals. And I just felt like I got there. And I think the, you're right. The pressure mm-hmm. of like feeling like I had to be present when I knew that I had all these other different things that were in the back of my head. Yeah. I think people feel this stuff all the time. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, you're walking in with your kid, yeah. right? A little human being that you also have to care for and totally. look out for. And like, he needs attention 24 seven. Yep. Yeah. So there's a lot on the plate Yeah. and not enough of you to mm-hmm. handle all that. I know. And we just need to figure out like moving forward because I, I think what I've learned is that life may not ever be super, super simple, maybe for some people, but for us, like we do, we're, we don't have like nine to fives, you know, No. we have a lot of different things going on. 
and it's I think what's interesting about this conversation is it really does tie back to Megan because she was a great example of how she manages things you know she hired employees she has a workspace that she goes to and they clock in and they clock out and I feel like we're still trying to find our rhythm with that yeah but we've had so much change you know in the last three or four months it's going to take some time Um, I'm I'm hard on myself too I'm hard on us you're hard on yourself but when you step back I mean this was a big life event that we had and then I left you know what was my job for a long time Mm -hmm. to venture into this new world so like this is all completely new for me so Mm -hmm. I think you just gotta like let yourself breathe a little bit give yourself some credit like we're doing the best we can Mm -hmm. it's gonna take a little bit of time for us to find our rhythm and that's that's totally okay yeah Yeah. I actually want to bring something up that's like been weighing on me a little bit aside from the anxiety sorry to start so heavy but I feel like if there are people out there I mean we're all adults we all have a lot of responsibilities and we're all trying to manage our life. Um, Another thing that's like kind of bugging me a little bit is that when I feel like I'm getting pulled away for a work element, that's like not fully in my control. I get kind of upset that like, like, I don't know what it is. I'm like, don't like in in the back of my head, what's happening in my head. like the conversation I'm, I'm having is, yeah, why don't, why don't people understand I'm a mom now? <laughs> like what? But you've said what through your conversations with other moms, that, like this is kind of normal. I know. For and people I who like, are really hands on and like yeah. who love the process of being a new mom. Yeah. It doesn't seem like you're alone in the fact that like you just don't really want to be told what to do right now because yeah. little man is top priority. And our friends, Kate and Joey, who we just hung out with said it best. Like, they said in so many other parts of the world, people take like a whole year for maternity leave. Yeah. You know, and here we are like, I mean, I, jumping back in so quickly. Granted, we don't have a nine to five, so we're super fortunate. But like it is hard to manage your own schedules and create, you know, success or just enough to be comfortable so I think we're still trying to figure all that out. And if anyone out there has any advice for us, <laughs> hit us up on our I think we should get somebody Instagram. on here who's like a time management expert. Is that a thing? Yeah, I'm sure. Like people would come into a, a, a corporate environment mm-hmm. and talk to executives or all employees about that sort of thing. So there's got to be people out there that can oh, help us. That would be amazing because right now we're falling into a little bit of a pattern with Gio. And I feel like the times that we know that he is down or, yeah. you know, chill or whatever, asleep, I, I don't know that we're using it to the our best I think it's going to take us being like hyper aware of exactly what's happening and mm-hmm. then making sure that we're efficient in those mm-hmm. windows and then of course the x factor is are we rested yeah you know and that's, that's when it's part. like right so my goodness moms and dads out there we are so with you and if you're fortunate enough to have you know a 50 50 parent like gosh i don't know why i just feel lucky that like you're able to assist as much as you are yeah well, i like doing it I know. You know, you should be patting yourself on the back because you're a good mom. You know, it's, it's totally normal to, to feel overwhelmed in certain situations. There's just a lot going on. Yeah. You know, it's okay. But what I want to do real quick, because the anxiety, the panic attack, it's all too common Mm -hmm. in today's world. And I think there's a lot of things that you can do to help prevent that and and make those those feelings easier for yourself or lessen Mm -hmm. the times that you feel that stuff. But I like to be a solution provider. This is Andrew's job in my life. <laughs> <This> <laughs> She's the want. problem bringer. 
I'm the solution provider. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, Lay it on us. I want you to talk about mm-hmm. what you did to get past what you were feeling that day. Okay. So I kind of just separated myself from the larger group and found some quiet space. And, you know, I hadn't eaten yet because it's just so go, go, go usually in the morning. And that's like the last thing on my mind, which is so not like me. Um, so I just grabbed something real quick to eat and I went and sat and my aunt happened to be there at the event. So she came and just chatted with me a little bit. And in those moments, like I actually do find a lot of help in, in just sharing how I'm feeling. Um, so I think that's something I would express. Like I need to probably be able to like communicate what's going on better in those moments because it's funny though like i don't want to stop you there but it's funny how i noticed i can be right by your side and ask you a hundred times like what's going on talk to me Uh and you'll give me like almost nothing like you're so wrapped up in how you're feeling and overwhelmed that like you can't even get anything out and then you sit down with like your aunt leah Uh and just spill it all out and i'm like hey hey over here been asking what's up oh I don't know. Sorry. I I guess like, I don't even know why I do that. It's almost like you're so close to me that like, I don't know. I'm worried that you're going to judge me based on like, cause you know so much about like my day to day and maybe expressing exactly how I feel. You're going to be the solution guy so often instead of just be an ear to listen. Sure. And sometimes like, I guess as much as I need the solution, I just sort of want to vent. Okay. Okay, I get that. Okay, we'll move on. Okay. We'll, we'll come back to that at some point. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, so, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm glad we got a little bit of that off my chest. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's helpful. I mean, what I noticed, yeah. right, if I could summarize, is you stepped away. You got to a place that had less stimulation. It's kind of like with Geo sometimes when he's mm-hmm. tired, right? You take him away from the noise and the lights and all that. Yeah. So you do that for yourself. Uh, you surrounded yourself with somebody that you were really comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You expressed what you were feeling, which helped like get it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave yourself a little bit of time, yep. which is totally fine. You ate some food. Yeah. Right. Did like the, the, the bare necessities. Yeah. Probably drank some water, yeah, stayed away from caffeine. Water, yeah. And then when you felt right, you came back. Yeah. And I actually came back with like a vengeance. I was like, let's do this. Let's get these dogs yeah, some cozy homes. You. And I just felt like I was able to like plug back in. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I did because had I gotten to the point where there was no return, I would have been like, we're getting out of here. And I would have, you know, really regretted that decision. Yeah. So yeah. if anyone out there is struggling, you know, you're not alone. We're all trying to figure out how to work through these moments constructively. Yeah. I would just say it happens to everybody. It does. Yeah, most people. Most people. So, I wonder if this is random, but I wonder if like people like Jay Shetty and like For sure. No, I know, but it's like For sure. Do you know how many so directions that he's pulled in? Yeah, you're right. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. He'd have he'd have twenty five, fifty, a hundred people asking for things from him every yeah. single day. Totally. Right? Schedule set from like the get go. But the thing he does, which he talked about on our podcast. He starts every day with an hour or an hour and a half of meditation. And that is his time that no one can take away from him. So he sets his intention for the day every single day before it gets chaotic. (laughs) I I just was thinking, man, if, if that was even something that we wanted to do, how, what is the logic? Like, how could we even do that? What do you mean? We'd have to get up at like five in the morning, which is people do it. I know. But when you haven't 
slept a ton and you're using that like evening that, yeah, to get the, things done around the house because if yeah. we went to bed when he went to bed around seven o'clock like sure we can get up at any time but just that couldn't. seven to seven to ten p.m is like our time to clean the house to you know catch up touch, on work yeah like touch base with one another yeah. or whatever eat so we gotta fit we got let's find someone actually if anyone knows of someone who's great at time management or we'll do our own research producer Anna who's not here because <laughs> we're recording from our office right now um, or anyone um, in the podcast one family if you guys know anyone who's great with time management we would love to have an expert on the show so actually let's jump into Megan's uh, interview because she's actually a great example of of working through the pressures and figuring it out yeah and and you know from the beginning doing it on her own and then you talked about her bringing a team in what i found most impressive about her is it seems like she's gone through a personal journey in the last you know handful of years and she really like the way she comes off is she really knows herself and mm-hmm. she really knows like what drives her and what she wants um and how she's going to get there. And I think that that's amazing because most of us as adults or young adults are striving for those sorts of feelings. Yep. So I walked away going, wow, like you've really done some work on yourself and you know yourself mm-hmm. and that's super impressive. I agree. Um, let's, let's get into it. We'll be right back with Megan Batoon, everyone. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. So... I don't know about you, but when it's hot and I want something bubbly, yeah, I love a LaCroix. Um, I would consider myself a LaCroix boy. Would you? <laughs> You're a LaCroix boy for sure. LaCroix boy. I, I feel like that's a tongue twister. I polished at least 300 of them. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of, that's a lot of LaCroix. Do you think it was that high? No, I don't know, but good for you. It's good hydration and so freaking delicious when it hits your tongue. They're amazing. Uh, LaCroix sparkling water delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. LaCroix's 25 flavors are derived from natural sources with natural fruit essences. One of the reasons why we love them the most. Just like that perfect little hint of flavor. Not too much, not too little. It's perfect. There are 25 LaCroix flavors, and the new addition to the family is hibiscus. Love that one. The LaCroix family also includes a six LaCroix curate flavor that they all have these like bolder flavor profiles and they have four Nicola flavors that are all inclusive of the same innocent nutritionals. Enjoy LaCroix sparkling water, a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. LaCroix sparkling water is available nationwide and for a full list of retailers, just visit www.lacroixwater.com. For more information, join the LaCroix community on social media at LaCroix water. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Um, well, thanks for coming and doing the show with yeah, us. This is Megan Batoon, everyone. Welcome. And we are big fans of you. We just stalked your Instagram oh. and YouTube and all the things. And it's so cool to see like a badass female doing Aww. Everything like what? What is it that you don't do? I mean, you're sing. An incredible. I don't sing. Well. That's hysterical <laughs> because that is like my biggest thing Maria, that I say I can't do. Really? Don't make me sing. 
Yeah, it's really, it's really bad. Oh my God. Really I have bad. a question for you. So you obviously, you're a dancer mm-hmm. and you go on auditions. Are there times when they're like, we need a singer dancer? Can you sing? Oh God. I'm sure they, I haven't been on an audition in a while, but I'm sure they have, but I would never lie. Like, you no, know, I some, know. Yeah. sometimes like on resumes, oh, yeah. you're like, yeah, I can bartend. You like you've up. never done it before. <laughs> but like, could, I could not carry a tune if it was like levitating. Oh, it was bad. I so get it. I so feel you on that one. That's like my biggest pet peeve is like oftentimes now I I haven't been in an audition in a long time myself because I was large and in charge for a while, um, pregnant and not able to w- work. But right. um, when I would go on auditions, they'd say, oh, this is so great. Like, the, you just have to sing like a quick little, a quick little ditty. And I'm like, no, no, there's no, there's like a happy birthday moment once in a while. That's about it. <laughs> and I can't even hit the high note Never. No, thank no. you. Do you remember the, um, the Christina Aguilera? No, we're not little talking about that. Did? We're not actually talking about that. Are so, we not talking about it? We're so probably she, not she, talking she about sends, it. She sends me this recording. She records <laughs> in the closet. Was it one day? Ugh. I forget what song it was. Oh, you want to know? She sent it to me. Beautiful. Oh, the hardest yeah. of them all. The it wasn't. Don't it wasn't though. <laughs> That's the part that I nailed. <laughs> the I fooled them all. Then, then the tune started, and it, they were like, "Oh, dang, okay." So yeah, I wasn't home, right? You sent me the clip. Oh. You probably had taken twenty by this. Thirty, point. forty, You're fifty. Like, this, this, this one's pretty. Good. This I'll one's gonna be over. the one. <laughs> she sent it to me. I'm like, eh, no. Delete immediately. Don't send this to anyone. The worst part was is I think you were you were sarcastic about it. You said it's it's actually not so bad or something. So I was like I took that to heart. Like I was tone deaf. I didn't think I was tone deaf. Oh. And I sent it to my manager to send in and he laughed his no. way to the not so much to the As bank because no one no one booked anything that time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that was a tangent. We think you're so freaking amazing. Likewise. Wow. Really? Thank you. I feel like like, I can't dance. I can't sing. Oh, my God. I can barely mom right now. Um, um, that is, I could never mom. So oh, do, do you want kids? Or? I do. You oh, do. my yes. God. Get this. Okay, on, I'm listening. <laughs> on Black Friday, the only thing I bought was a fertility test. Whoa. You're incredible. I'm 28 years old. <laughs> Listen, the, the, people are having a struggle with that. It's nice to understand your schedule and your yeah. what you're needing to figure out now. Yeah. I didn't take it because I have to prick my finger and I don't like pain. So I'm like, yeah, I don't blame you. I hate needles. I hate needles. They're the worst. Um, There are also fertility. Isn't there ovulation tests you could just pee on too? Is that right? Yeah. And then you just, when you figure out when you're ovulating, you just put them in like an app that you use if you use an app and then it kind of like figures out your day. Well, that would yeah, be better fertile. than hurting myself. Yeah, it sounds better. I mean, the fertility one's probably very accurate. Right. Yeah, that's, I'm not that's so much test, for like, accuracy. And stuff and I just take my of... chances. <laughs> <laughs> and look where we got. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that one was actually planned. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, it's been, it's been cool. Thank you. It's, <sighs> I haven't slept in three and a half months. Um, I think the longest I've slept is probably like three or four hours. So I'm slowly dying. Wow. Slowly, yeah. It gets better is what I hear. Everyone yeah. says that. There's my voice. <laughs> that um, sounds good. Thank you. So you have like millions and trillions of views. How's that feel? <laughs> um, It's so weird because it doesn't feel like, I don't know, numbers. I just got on TikTok the other day. Yeah. And I was like, what does this even mean? Same. <laughs> I'm just like, so numbers now, it's like, I'm glad that people are, you know, finding value in it. Oh, they're so but, entertaining. Yeah, but, oh, I mean, thank you. Everything. Your friggin' lifestyle videos crack us up. Oh, thanks. Do you edit your stuff? I used to. Okay. So I found someone that edits my videos, which she gets my humor. And Good. She'll do the first pass, and then I'll, like, clean it up. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's a teamwork thing now, because yeah. there's no 
way that you can do everything alone. No way. And for so long in my life, I was like, I have to do everything. Yeah, because like, it's hard. You want yeah. it to sound and feel a certain way. Right. So how hard was it for you to let go of that control, though? Very. It took yeah. me like four years. Wow. To- so when you clean it up, do you physically edit her copy and then... You yeah. Work- oh. Yeah. So it's- you don't give notes. You just say, okay, I'll take it from here? Sometimes. I'll give notes if it's really minuscule. Min- yeah. But if it's like something that's just... That I can only know in my uh-huh, mind, uh-huh. I'll just go... Just like pass it over to me, I'll fix it. Also, how annoying is it giving notes? It's I timestamps oh. like it's a lot. Yeah, it's but a I mean lot. It, it's so helpful, so I can't complain. I mean, there's yeah. a trade off for everything. Yeah, you know? sure. Wow. So when exactly did you start transitioning into the YouTube space? Mm. I think in 2012. Okay. I had just moved to LA and I was just dancing and I was posting a bunch of my clips from my classes that I would substitute online, mm. and then I got on this. Like weird, I don't want to call it weird, but it was an internet reality show. Mm. Oh, which which one? It's called Internet Icon. It's like American Idol for YouTubers. Okay. Oh, cool. And they would give us uh, some sort of, they would give us a deadline, and then they they give us a deadline first. And they're like, by three p.m., you have to turn in a video, completely shot, edited, acted, Whoa. whatever it is, and we give you the prompt at eight it in the morning. Jeez. So you have like less than half of a day to figure this out. Lots of breakdowns going on. And then so when I was on that show, I kind of merged dance and comedy together on YouTube. Uh-huh. And then it's just been so weird the the I guess the climate just changing all the time uh-huh. on YouTube. It's like what goes viral and then what yeah. is not popular anymore yeah. and styles. And right now with yeah. Gen Z, it's like the more authentic you are, the yeah. less editing you have, it's better. Right. Yeah, wow. people like the raw stuff. That's such so, a trip. You're right. YouTube was then the first platform that you started posting to? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm like blown away by it all because it's quite the com- commitment. You oh know what I mean? God, like, yes. and you are running your own show. And I'm sure that's not the only thing that you have going on in your life. So it's almost like, I mean, when you talk about like a female entrepreneur, like you really do encompass that because you have to manage your own schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're paying yourself. And there's so much business that goes on behind the scenes of a YouTuber. So do you call much. yourself a YouTuber? I don't want to insult you. Or, like, no, that's so nice of you to say that because yeah. a lot of people like, I feel bad. Like, I don't know what the right terminology because you do so many things. That's right. Yeah. I feel weird when I. It's hard because it's like when people are like influencer, YouTuber, it's like, yeah, oh, I don't like I don't really fit in either of those categories. Mm-hmm. But I guess if it's easier to digest, then sure. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. I do feel so much more like an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because it's a business. It's mm-hmm. a, more than anything. I mean, you really are running your own business. Yeah. Was that like its own kind of hurdle to understand? The, just the bit, the back the end, back end of business. It. Yeah, oh like my God. Yeah, I mean, I have two assistants now, and when they got on board, like they, had, no one has any idea what goes on in the back to even make one video. Mm-hmm. People think you just like turn on an iPhone and then you're fine. It's like mm. no, you, you gotta have all this equipment. You have to have the sound. Make sure that's okay. Mm-hmm. Make sure that your energy is okay mm-hmm. and not trying too hard. And it's just like and have a good idea. Like there's so much <laughs> oh to my it. God. But yeah, wow. I, I would never. I but they're say, so entertaining just to make you feel so much better about it's it. All it's worth unbelievably it. entertaining and like you. you could th- your videos are those type where it's like you don't want to like you don't know when to stop like you can get stuck for a while cool. yeah yeah like i was watching your holiday like gift wrapping the, the more recent one where yeah. i was like that is so much work and like the the timing of your comedic like timing along with the editing and like just finding that rhythm I, that's a skill thank you 
like such a skill. You know, I come from like the TV world where it's like I stand on my mark and I say my lines and maybe I know how to hit those beats and like find that laugh. But like when you're creating that momentum, Mm -hmm. that's like a whole nother deal. Yeah. I mean, both are so difficult. Yeah. (laughs) Both sides Uh, are so hard. Kudos to everyone on both sides. So do you, do you act as well then? Are you looking to transition into like film and TV at all? I wouldn't be against it, but I I don't know if I would like to portray someone that doesn't feel like me. Ah. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's interesting. Cool. I've like tried so hard to be so authentic and learn who I am. Yeah. So in the end, if, if a character wasn't either based off of me or pretty similar to me already, I don't know if I would like to feel like that. That's Whoa. an interesting thought. Do you think I it's harder to, to really try to be you or to just play somebody else? Whoa. I don't my head. What? I don't know. I I guess I I've never really had to try and be someone else other than sketch comedy. Yeah. And even in my sketches I play myself. Sure. So I don't really know. What do yeah. you think? I don't know, but I think what you just said really hit home for me because one of the reasons why I've stuck to more half hour of like my majority of my career is because most of those roles are written uh, how I would want to portray my own life. Like yeah. they're not very heavy, they're not like it just feels like fun and light and like I know I'm going to make someone hopefully laugh and that makes me happy. Yeah. But like when I go in for like a single camera or drama or something that I'm like Ugh, I'm like pulling teeth and it's not my thing. Like I now unfortunately like I'm very selective because I much more prefer doing something similar to like who I am which I don't think I've said that like I don't think I've made that connection as well as when you just said it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah it's like when you know it's so funny when like in love when you know you know yeah. it's like well when you know yourself and yeah. when you know what you like then you know and then you, you don't just mess own it. around yeah. yeah yeah and you just find a way to like captivate that and like become successful in doing that and not having to force too much which exactly. I think is exactly what you're doing yeah but that's the only reason I ask because I feel like yeah I'm 31 now and and I've made a transition recently like after the birth of our kid right I quit my job just everything's changed for me and, and like I'm really focused on trying to figure out who I even am like yeah. what what drives me what am I passionate about whatever and I feel like that's been challenging for me and I th- feel like a lot of people feel the same way mm-hmm. so when she's out playing somebody else it's light it just seems easy I, I think it's hard to do that deep dive and do that work mm. to figure out who you really are oh yeah and then put that out with no reservations yeah, yeah. it is it both sides I mean there's there's benefits to both sides but mm-hmm. I think doing the inner work of finding who out who you are especially after a big transition like having a kid or moving or mm-hmm. whatever I mean every seven years our taste buds change but so do every cell in our body so Ooh. we have to kind of do Fun fact. this Quote work that. yeah right <laughs> like I read a Snapple <laughs> I'm like let me drop this where can I drop yeah. this knowledge this is perfect <laughs> You used it now, so yeah. now we, yeah. you know that it's been done. used. <laughs> New Snapple. <laughs> New Snapple. So much sugar in my body. I don't know. Okay. I'm sure they do. That's I need like to go their buy thing. One now. All right, everyone, sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Okay, so believe it or not, a lot of people end up uh, more dehydrated in the winter months, which is kind of hard to believe, but actually makes perfect sense because I've been so dehydrated. My skin's been so dry recently. Cold weather makes dehydration harder to spot, so you're less likely to keep refilling your water bottle. Duh. Mm, And if you're traveling, like during the holidays, a lot of people are traveling. Dehydration makes jet lag and headaches even worse. So thankfully, there is liquid IV. You guys, this is the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Yeah, liquid IV has an easy, healthy fix for winter dehydration. One Mm. stick and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two to three times faster, more efficiently than water alone. What makes liquid IV so effective? 
cellular transport technology. That is that is sophistication. And let me tell you, it's the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium that just delivers the water and nutrients into the bloodstream. So you guys, we got liquid IV recently, so we can personally attest to the fact that it's amazing. It's definitely yeah, changed the game for us. I've been using it after my workouts, and I feel so much better. So I've been using faster. it to hydrate after I breastfeed. <laughs> <laughs> it might be TMI, but it works, okay? So get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code ADULTING at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order at Liquid IV's website. Just go to liquidiv.com and enter promo code ADULTING to save 25% off to get better hydration. Just go to liquidiv.com, promo code ADULTING. Don't wait. Start properly hydrating today. Calling all Gleeks. You asked for it, and Showmance is delivery. Join former Glee stars and best friends Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz as they take you behind the scenes with all the Glee tea and break down episodes from season one of Glee with former cast members, producers, and writers that brought the show to life. Be sure to subscribe to Showmance on Podcast One, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast apps so you can get new episodes every week. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Um, oh, my gosh. Wait, so I have a question for you. Um, are, how is it dating when you're so public? It's one thing to be public in, in pictures on your feed and stuff, but, like, you're you're pretty out there in terms of, like, videos and stories and things that, like, really show who you are. Do you feel like that's um, it's a good thing in terms of, like, dating and relationships or has it been challenging? I wonder if it's a good thing. Who knows if it's a good thing? Mm. Yeah, like, I would love to see both sides. Yeah, but I guess it's, yeah, I, it's different for everyone. Right. I think the – I guess the worst part about it would be people knowing too much about you and it's mm-hmm. almost like a unilateral knowledge. If I don't know that much about somebody else because they don't post as much about mm-hmm. about themselves, mm-hmm. then they kind of know more and it's not equal anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the bad part about it. And then I don't know if you guys are watching you on Netflix. Oh, Just- I watched the full first season. <laughs> Season, and I've been too scared to watch the second season because the only, the, yeah, the only downtime we have is after the baby goes to bed and we're like, I don't know if I'm ready. I, don't, nah. I already value like the two hours I get. I don't think I can handle a nightmare in there. Right. <laughs> right. So like with that now, I'm like, oh my God, am I posting too much about my life? Uh, like, I see. I, I see. But otherwise, yeah. I mean, being on dating apps, sometimes people screenshot your profile and put it on Twitter and then you're right. like, oh, oh I've got you're no privacy. Exposed. Yeah. I can't find anyone because I have no privacy. Yep. That's a bummer. I totally get that. It's, you know what? It's challenging if you're in the entertainment industry, period, because there's such a a gap in understanding sometimes between someone, let's say, with like a quote unquote normal job or career, you know, you kind of have to like break down what it is that you do and make sense of it so that people are comfortable with the fact that you do just sort of like share your personality and that's like your job yeah i remember when i was much much younger i'm 28 now i think i was like 21 we're all young (laughs) i was 21 at the time i think and i remember vlogging all the time and it was like a breach of other people's privacy too Uh i remember my boyfriend really didn't like that (laughs) and so i learned to ask now but i never Mm. vlog outside of my house i very much have the balance of work and work and play, I cool. think, which took forever. But I felt like I was living my life for the camera versus mm. living it for myself and having the camera just capture parts of it. It was like, what can I do that would be a good video? And it's like, well, m- my friends didn't mind, but my boyfriend minded. And it was a really big lesson for me to learn of, of how to, I guess, produce what I want to be shown and what I want to be lived. 
Wow. Was that because I'm sure he put up a fight in in moments, right? Uh, he would just uh, kind of turn off. Okay. Uh huh. Was that something that was difficult for you to wrap your mind around, or did you catch on to that pretty quickly? I don't think I caught on to it quick enough because yeah. I I think well both of us we weren't at the place where we could be honest without feeling judged or being mm. scared mm. of a fight. And so if he if we were both in the places we're at now and mm. then he was like, "Hey, I don't really feel comfortable being filmed when I'm not ready to be filmed or I want our relationship to be private." I don't know if I would be able to understand that then. Right. But now I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I totally respect that. Love you lots." Yeah. It's just oh, a funny point wow. that you bring up because yeah. we've definitely gone through that. Sure she's, she's willing to share anything and everything, sure. whereas I'm way more private. And so in moments where you're not expecting a phone or a camera to be put in your face, it's right there. Right. Yeah. And you've got to be like, whoa. You know, naturally, everything in my body and my brain goes, no, 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 no. I don't want this. And she just like she doesn't understand it because naturally she, she's willing to share all that stuff. Yeah. So I imagine hearing from you, it's interesting because obviously other people go through it. But I feel like for for people that don't even have what you call a significant social following or whatever, right? They would be dealing with the same things in their life as for well. For sure. Because there's it's it's just our society now. Everyone pulls out their phone for everything, and everyone's willing to share almost every bit of their life. But there's still people like me mm-hmm. who aren't. Yeah. I think it's a, a conversation and knowing that not everyone is like you. I, th- I think I saw something online that was like, stop expecting you from other people. Yeah. And that can go for that too. Like I'm very open, but then I'm also very reserved in specific ways. Mm-hmm. And so not everyone is like me. And I, that's been a really big lesson too in, in every aspect of my life. It's like not everyone thinks the way you do. Not everyone wants the same things you want. It's just, it's very individual. Mm-hmm. So with your work-life balance, because I'm really interested in mm-hmm. that. So you have two assistants. Yeah. Do you guys have some sort of um, like agenda or do you have like a schedule, like it, like a Monday through Friday type of thing? Or is it a little bit more organic? It's pretty much like a nine to five situation. Wow. So we work 10 to six. And then after 6 p.m., there's no emails, maybe from me, but like um, <laughs> for the next sure, sure. day. Yeah. But I'm not, not, not expecting a response anytime soon. We don't talk after hours. It's very much because uh, I worked... But before I had assistance, I was working so hard by myself. I was doing so much and burning myself down to the ground. And Mm -hmm. I've been through burnout a couple of different times. And I realized that it's not not as important as we think it is, like all of the working Mm -hmm. we think we were supposed to do. And it... So I set, I got an office space and I set it up like a proper business. And I said, ten to six is work time. Then you clock out, and then you clock into your your life, Ugh, like the not that. working part of your life. Mm-hmm. Because all of my early twenties, I think it was just twenty four seven working, and that's what you think you're supposed to do. And mm-hmm. what did you just read recently that you told me? Was it Jeff Bezos or something said? No, 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 no. Who no. Was he's, it? he's a workaholic. Um, <laughs> it was someone. It, it was the CEO of a big company, big public company. I forget which one it was. Uh, but he said, I don't think you need to work more than 40 hours a week. He said, I only do it, you know, if under he's circumstances. he's enjoying it. Yeah, if but he feels like he's like in it and he wants to work harder he's like, that day. He's in longer. New York City and he's like, I want to be home to my family and my kids by 530 every day. No exceptions. Which I, I thought was it. amazing because too many people are working 80, 100 hours a week. And there's a lot of talk right now, especially because everyone wants to be an entrepreneur and everybody's on social media saying, you know, if you're not willing to give up sleep, you're not going to be successful. 
I don't think I necessarily yeah, agree with. I don't think it, yeah. it has to be that well, way. Well, proof and I mean, here we're sitting across from a 28 year old entrepreneur who owns her own thing, her own business, has two assistants and a workspace, and they live under the 10 to six rules, which I think is so awesome. Yeah, yeah I thank you. I, it, the only bad thing is like it. I took me that crazy mentality to get there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah. But do you think that, that maybe that's what it took to get you to the place that's where you That's what I was could, just thinking, co- too. Not coast, but you could slow it down a little bit? Totally. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like, work hard now so you can coast a little bit later. Uh-huh. And right now, I definitely feel like I can... I have the capacity to have the work-life balance because I, I put the work in before. But I still, even then, I was like, I wish I could have just told my, my younger self, just like, chill out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll get there still. Yeah. Do you think that you could have implemented what you're doing now then? Like, granted, you probably didn't have the same security to, like, right. afford assistance in a, in a place. But could you have done, like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna load in right at 10 and, and be done at 6 and get the best use of my time and see where that goes? Would you Do you think you'd still be at the level of success you are now? That's such an interesting question. I think probably, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I had the discipline or, yeah, the security to do that back Mm -hmm. then. And when you're starting a YouTube channel or any sort of thing that's based off of your interest and your creativity, creativity isn't 10 to 6. Sometimes it'll hit midnight and you're baking a cake for the camera. (laughs) Well, this is what I'm doing right now. Oh my gosh. So So true. Or just putting together a full dance routine. Uh Yeah. I know. My gosh. Your dancer. What I love the best about your content is like it's so perfectly balanced between like being very talented and being very secure and, and confident, but also being very relatable. Like, Thanks. that's a piece that, like, I feel like is missing in a lot of creators' content. And granted, not everyone wants to see relatability, but I think a lot of people need to see relatability. Yeah. And you really seamlessly, like, merge the two. Thank you. I I feel like that's very authentic to me. Yeah. I mean, like, nothing is perfect ever Mm -hmm. and I've lived all my life trying to make it perfect and Mm. still with perfectionistic tendencies those will never go away all the way Mm -hmm. but I mean I I feel like if you're not being if you're not relatable not saying that that's the goal sure sure you're not going to try to be relatable like oh what can I say that's going to relate to the world (laughs) right because that's the thing that we were talking about earlier just a bit like it's not one size fits all it's very individual if I'm Mm -hmm. relatable to somebody I could be highly unrelatable to somebody else it's Mm -hmm. just different different parts but I I think that's the only real thing is is being that sounds so ridiculous the only real thing is being real but actually (laughs) no but actually yeah yeah, and not trying and I think it takes like I don't know about you but like in my later years of my 20s I'm now 30 but like I didn't figure out how to just be real Mm. and I still feel like I I have to tweak it sometimes because I know that like when you're in a relationship with someone who's known you from the beginning of your 20s to your now 30 um, I feel like you point out often that like oh you may have thought you were being real but I thought you were turned on a little bit and I'm like wait what because I lived in the Nickelodeon world where like I called it princess mode where I was like constantly like for kids and like turning it on and yeah. like even around like my my coworkers and stuff like you feel like sometimes you have to be on and funny and this and totally. that so I still have to tweak that sometimes I think in that world though everyone's got to be on all the time because everyone wants to be seen and heard right yeah it's like you're fighting for attention it's it's a weird <laughs> but it's different for YouTubers or people that are creating their own content per se because you're working in your own field you're creating your environment 
there's like such a contrast between that and like television and film. They're both very, very much entertainment. You're both selling ad space and yeah. you're, <laughs> you're doing the exact same thing. You're appealing to a certain demo and an audience, but you have so much more control. I find it so appealing. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. Same. Yes. Did you notice my new shoes? I did. You got some crispy whites on. Yeah. That's not usually my style because none of my <laughs> no. shoes stay White's clean. usually uh, detrimental for I you. I know. I know. But there's this new company that's called Rothy's. And if you guys haven't heard about them, I'm going to tell you a little bit about them because they're my new favorite shoe company for sure. They're stylish, sustainable, comfortable, and the best part is they're washable, which is why I got yeah, white. Yeah, it's huge for you. Yeah. They're so cute. I got like the sneaker slip-on kind that just go with everything. Yoga clothes, whatever, skirts, dresses, the whole works. Plus, the best thing about Rothy's is they come with free shipping and free returns and exchanges, so there's like no risk, no worries, no reason not to try. But the real reason I'm a big Rothy's fan is because you guys, this will blow your mind. They're made from repurposed plastic water bottles. In fact, Rothy's has diverted over 35 million water bottles from landfills already, which just makes my heart happy. That's so dope. So way better for the planet. Yeah. But still a dope shoe. I know. Really cute. So cute. And comfortable. <laughs> I know. I'm so in love with them. And Rothy's owns and operates their manufacturing workshop, which is a huge, like, yeah, Plus. it's amazing because then they can really control the process. Yeah, they prioritize sustainability every step of the way. Plus, Rothy ships directly in their shoe box, which I actually noticed because, you know, when you buy things online, like it's a box inside of a box inside of a box. And you're yeah, just it's like, I don't, Yeah, it drives me crazy. So these are all just feel-good products that I love. Um, check out Rothy's. Go to rothys.com slash adulting and get your new favorite flats. Comfortable, stylish, sustainable. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. Head to rothys.com slash adulting today. And now back to adulting like a mother father. I want to talk about the mindset real quick. Sorry, but yeah. behind the YouTube bit, are, do you feel like, are you ever competing with other content creators on YouTube or other platforms? Or are you competing with yourself like if one video does really well the next time you put a video out are you like it's got to be that one or are you looking at other people saying my stuff's got to be better than them i think it's a mixture of both mm -hmm. okay. i think anyone that would say otherwise is lying yeah right. because i think we're always trying to i guess level up in in both regards especially with our our old videos it's like oh this video hit i need to do a lot more videos like that mm. which is in a way competing against yourself and for yourself mm -hmm. in it, like it's like sure. just make what you want to make and then hopefully everything would work out but then also since youtube is so highly visual of how many other people's videos are doing better than yours mm -hmm. then you're you're kind of already stacking yourself against that and going right. what do they have that i don't right. and then sometimes if you're not in a good headspace and you need to make a video it's like oh, to feed this algorithm i have to make a video i'm not doing well here it goes and then you turn it on and you do the princess mode nickelodeon mm -hmm. thing yeah and that's that's there too whoa yeah that's a tricky one because we've often thought about doing more youtube content for two different reasons obviously the selfish reason that it produces another stream of income but also because i've really enjoyed um 
capturing moments from like Gia, like our baby's like growth so far. And yeah. I feel like it's really forced me. If you edit a video, right, you're you're ed- editing for other people, and yes, you're sharing it. But like, I'm sure you reflect back on certain moments, and you're grateful you have that content. Absolutely, sure. So that's sort of like where I'm at right now, where there's like a, a tug and pull a little bit, where I'm like, oh, I I would love to create more content for the selfish reasons of making another stream of income. But how nice would it be to have more memories? Yeah. But it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's not just like, hey, let's phone it in, make a video. Like, again, like when you have a partner who's like not so much uh, behind the, in front of the camera very often, it's like, it's a whole nother balance, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I just value people that like make it all happen. And, and it is, as much as you may not think so, or maybe you do, I feel like you do it so seamlessly. Thanks. Like the fact that you have content consistently is a feat in itself. Yeah. It feels crazy. Okay, okay. I'm glad you said that because I'm like, how it's do you so, do it? It is so hard. <laughs> okay. Because you have two Instagram, you have three Instagrams that you run yeah, too. Yeah, why? 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 And a podcast. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm about to like, I don't know what, I don't know how to do life right now. And you've got like, it's amazing. It's, I mean, I could not do it alone. Mm-hmm. And that's something I wish I also would have known at 21. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do it alone. Yeah. Or you will run yourself to the ground. Yeah. Do you upload a new podcast every week then? Yeah. And then how many videos do you post? One video Wednesday, a podcast Friday, and then the Instagrams just try and keep them afloat. All the time. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, and then my TikTok account. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, by it's the way, so I'm, I'm new to TikTok as of like a couple days ago, too. Yeah. I don't even know if my account's visible because I don't know what I actually did. Right. <laughs> I like logged in and I don't know how to use it. But yeah, it's a it's a whole new, oh, my God, I feel so old. I know. Sometimes you just feel old. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> okay. Do you drink coffee? I I do and I need. <laughs> Same. Always. <laughs> Same. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I want to backpedal just a second and talk about entrepreneurship a little bit and and the ride that it is. Yeah. Right? There are a lot of lows, a lot of highs. I would imagine you've experienced all those. Mm -hmm. Can you, when you think backwards, can you remember clearly what your lowest low was and maybe how you came out of that successfully? I love that question. I I don't know. I think... uh, All of the lowest lows are kind of the same. Well, a few lowest lows, which is not true like you can't do that physically but <laughs> i think one of them that a lot of people that i know go through is like why are we doing it mm. like what's the reason behind it and mm-hmm. then i guess that's that's come coming with when you start seeing your views decrease or if you mm. like lose a bunch of subs or if you you post a video and nobody messes with it and mm. it's like well oh my god I, I missed the mark how do i reinvent myself right and why am I doing it? If, if you get popular doing one type of video or one one piece of content or one style that's not true to you, that's never going to work long term. No. So you you're shooting yourself in the foot by digging that hole deeper in 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 something that you don't really like. And I think a lot of people get popular off something just because it's trending or you, you know they're yeah. do, playing a character that's not them, and yep. then it's never it never works out well. So I think one of the lowest lows is is trying to figure out the reason why I was doing what I was doing because after all working all of the work it was so much like is this really worth it like I'm losing sleep I'm not happy my friendships are failing my relationships are Mm. failing I don't feel like I like myself what am I doing this for Mm. Um, and then I think just doing the self-work of realizing like who you are what you like and then making what you like and not worrying about the views or about the comments 
I think that's how I got out of that. Mm. Can you talk a little bit about what you do in terms of self-work? Oh, sure. Uh, I started going to therapy, I think, a year ago, which has been the best decision in my entire life. I went there because I was heartbroken, but really I needed so much more than that. (laughs) Um, a, A lot of listening to my body, which sounds very... I. I guess spiritual, mm-hmm. but like if something doesn't feel right in my chest, like in my weirdly my clavicles, mm. I know it's not for me, mm. and I know I need to to step away from it. And I think a, a lot of what's helped me is instead of reacting to something because I'm very much you know like if something attacks me, I want to either attack back or defend myself. Mm. And so instead of doing that, instead of reacting right away, I take a second and then I respond and I go, am I responding Mm. out of love or am I responding from my heart or am I responding because I've been hurt before? And is this a a defense mechanism? Is this a tactic to make sure I don't get hurt again? Yeah. And yeah, I think just like taking a second and asking those questions of why is this affecting me? If someone says something or does something that perturbs me or it's like a pet peeve i'm like why is this bothering me Mm. and holding the mirror to myself and asking those questions i think that's the work that has really helped me the most so you're saying that you started that about a year ago or when was it that you really became self-aware enough to know that like you had some things that you wanted to work on huh i i think therapy definitely helped i think some of my ex-boyfriends also helped too and i there's that saying that says whatever bothers you about some else is a part of you that you don't like Mm -hmm. and so whenever I get annoyed at other people I then I I turn it back on myself so I think mainly it started with therapy but I'm sure there was little red flags in my previous relationships that if I listened and looked at them then I could be you know further on the path more adulting like a mother father when we come back Okay, so you guys know I pretty much live in workout clothes before becoming a mom and even more so after becoming a mom. I have found a new company that I am absolutely loving. It's called Viori. And oh goodness, you guys, Viori has like the cutest stuff right now. I just figured them out and I don't want to go back because everything that they have is comfortable. It fits well. It's flattering. And I just think if you want something that's crazy soft, like literally wearing pajamas, this is your brand. Uh, So... It's an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, Viore is offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and most versatile clothing on the planet. It's vioreclothing.com slash adulting. That's V-U-O-R-I clothing.com slash adulting. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. order over $75. And there's free returns, so that's also a win. Just go to vioreclothing.com slash adulting and discover the versatility of their Viore clothing. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Quickly. Yeah, sorry. In terms of the ride, entrepreneurship, right? Going backwards once again. You you touched on the lowest low. What's been the highest high of your career or even your life at this point? Oh, my God. Like, was there one moment where you're like, wow, like I killed this or like, I can't believe I got here. Or, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm in this room. Oh, interesting. It's yeah. I mean, I've never really thought about it before, which is also kind of like, why? If we think about the lowest lows, like yeah. we should yeah. always think about the highest highs and we never really do. We always kind of <laughs> gravitate towards the negative because it consumes us. But I think 
when I look around at the friends that I have now, uh, people that I've watched online before, people that I was fans of their comedy before, it's. I think I'm just like the company that I keep is is the highest high. Oh, okay. that's it's cool. Just so yeah, that's cool amazing. to be around. Yeah, just people that inspire you, people that are the reasons why you started to do certain things. Mm-hmm. People that can help you grow and people that challenge you. It's its really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I have a question on that. Um, and I, I'm sorry if I keep comparing the two industries because I'm so I'm generally Please. so fascinated with what you guys do, what you do, because there's so much work involved, you know. And a lot of people say like, oh, you act like they put so much on that. Like they, they put the entertainment industry on a pedestal sometimes. And oftentimes I, I look at the people that are the creators and I'm I'm like mesmerized by the the quality that you guys put out on such little resources there's yeah. it's you and like two people if that you know right so what i was going to ask was um you said you loved the, the quality people around you um i've found it personally sort of difficult to make good friends yeah in the entertainment industry so it sounds really cool to hear someone say that that's your highest high because that would be very challenging mm-hmm. for me yeah. to say. And no, you're absolutely right. I I think there's so many I don't want to say like bad. I think there's so many people that aren't here for the right reasons and I think it's easy to get mixed in with the wrong people but mm-hmm. once you sift through almost mm-hmm. like at the beach with like sand and rocks and you have that you know, like <laughs> yeah, when you're a yeah. little kid and it's like yeah. this weird like sifter yeah it's like that and you're just trying to get all the grain away to get your rocks Aww. and whoever can be that rock for you then that that's who you need to to keep around and the entertainment industry i guess it's like that's what brings a lot of people to la and so some people are in it but not of it in right. a way like that that's yeah. not their life right and right. Th- those are the types of people that i've really oh gravitated my gosh, i love towards. that that's that's kind of how i've always said like it's what i do it's not like who, who I, I am yeah yes so in your industry do you feel like um do you feel like you are more collaborative is that why maybe the relationships are stronger because you work together like there's there's overlap and like it's it's more sharing each other's like wealth in in a way as opposed to like always being I don't know. Like, it's not like you sit in an audition room and you're like, oh, shit, it's you or me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, it's that's interesting you bring that up. A lot of my friends, the closest friends of mine, are not in YouTube. They're still in the entertainment okay, industry, gotcha, but gotcha. they're either actors, directors, writers. Cool. So I, I think I'm, like, the only person in my friend group that does YouTube. Ah, mm. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, okay, but that's interesting. It does make sense what you're saying about collaboration, but I also do feel like even in that realm, it is you or me. Uh-huh. The, everyone's dog-eat-dog. Dog. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like they're trying to gain nature. something. Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. Wow. I heard you say collaboration. I want to know what has your been... Has your been? It's that that kind of morning. I feel what, that. What, what's been your your favorite collab up to this point? Like, if there's a project oh. you've done with somebody else, which one's your favorite? Oh gosh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head except for one person, and it's probably because we're doing another thing this week, and I'm really oh, excited cool. about it. Can you share? I mean, this won't yeah, come out, so totally. Okay. It, my friend Philip Shabib, he was on. Uh, so you think you can dance mm-hmm. and. The other one, what's it called? America's Best Dance Crew. Nice. He is incredible. He does a style that I've never seen anyone do before. It's very connecting based. I don't. It looks like a human kaleidoscope. Mm. Cool. I'm not even sure what he would call it, but I'm wondering if we've Googling seen now. him. Yeah, because we love those shows. We're like big dance show anything movies. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, big big fans. Yeah, I'm just fascinated by the dance space and, and the um, 
you know the, the singing space like she knows i'll get lost on youtube watching dance videos uh-huh. for hours yeah like, it doesn't happen often anymore because i don't have the time but sometimes late at night i'll jump on she'll be asleep i'll be up till yeah. 2 a.m just lost in the youtube world and i think that your stuff is amazing so yeah it's I need cool to, to see Philip. like um it's cool to find like up and coming talent like it's it's amazing that you can still do that in this climate like right that it's not so drowned out by like people who have these large followings and these amazing views it's like you can still see someone who's super talented who maybe just uploaded and doesn't have any subscribers yet right yeah and not to bring this back to tiktok and i can't believe i'm saying this <laughs> no please but like what is your tiktok anyway so it's and if uh, anyone's listening <laughs> it's at that's megan batoon okay perfect but i remember all these young people would come on my podcast like 18 to 20 those are like the, the main people that are on tiktok and i was always like what's what's good about it why do you guys like it so much oh my god and then it's like well there is no there's not really like prof there's profiles but you just scroll and you keep scrolling and it's people you don't know and it's that's really talented cool. people and i think that's how a lot of people are getting discovered is tiktok that's cool so is it is it targeted somehow i mean there's got to be no a idea. reason you're seeing a it's certain video i have no idea there's no rhyme or reason that's kind of nice for yeah. us to know at least I'm sure there is a rhyme or reason, but we don't need to know. But we don't need to know. Yeah, there'll be like one video about dancing and then one about singing and then one about like box cutting and then like a slime video. Like it's so, so different. Okay, I got to familiarize myself because all I did was create an account. And I was like, (laughs) maybe I'll get my name. And of course I I didn't. Right. Um, Unfortunately. I mean, not that 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 sounds so awful, but I'm sure there's a lot of other Daniellas in the world. (laughs) I mean, like I'm a little late to the party is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. Cool. So. Uh, homework for me for people who might not know who you are yet is there one piece of work that's floating around out there that sort of describes you best Mm. it's hard because my dance content is is much deeper than my my normal content Mm because it's like if do you want to laugh or do you want to cry do you want to feel something Yeah. yeah is there one that gives us both Oh wow! Um, well, we just saw that that cute little one where there was like the little ma- the mess ups or the trials or oh, whatever yeah, yeah, to yeah. get to. The- oh, which one is? It that? was like a dance routine that you were doing, kind of like I don't know, quote me, but it was like lyrical ish. Yes. Oh, it was it was a blooper reel from yeah, If okay. the World Was Ending. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that would that yeah. would yeah describe me. I did this this piece to one of my close friend J P Sax's songs with Julia Michaels, uh-huh. and the the video is very polished and yes, beautiful, you know, poignant and deep. And then I I posted this little blooper clip I think on Twitter or Instagram, uh-huh. and it's just like mess up after mess up after it. mess up. So yeah, that would show both sides of me. I love things like that because. You know, for someone who just maybe clicks on a beautiful video of you, they're gonna they're gonna think that you just walked into the room mm. and you know nailed it firsthand. And I'm sure that there are many times when you do do that. But like, that was cool to see like a little bit of like the realism that goes into it. It's a I lot of hard it. work. I love it, and it's so funny when I posted that. People were like, "Thank you for being real. Thank you for showing us this." And I was like, "Yeah, what?" Everyone should be doing yeah, yeah. this. Like, it's not until someone says that you're like, wait, I should probably be showing more because yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not I, always easy. Exactly. I just think, I don't know, I've always loved blooper reels and Me blooper too. clips. I love laughing. I, I watch, when I'm in a bad mood, I watch friends blooper clips Aww. or office blooper clips. And it's just like, it's that's part of it. Why would you Why would you erase part of it just to show the highlight reel? Yeah, Some like, of that stuff so is, is the best stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. People don't realize that we really just want to see real people. Yeah. You know, and and the art and the entertainment of like preciseness and stuff like that is amazing. But like it's that balance that's really cool. Right. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, you're just like getting lost in her page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, We're also in an interview with her. Also, she's here. <laughs> All right. Well, for everyone listening, why don't you share a little bit about where everyone can find you? Because everyone needs to be following Megan Batune and definitely subscribe to your YouTube. Thank you. Yeah, the YouTube is Megan Batune, M-E-G-A-N-B-A-T-O-O-N. Everything, that's the, actually ev- the same name on everything, Instagram, Twitter, oh, okay. Facebook, except for TikTok, and it's that's Megan Batune. Perfect. And then your podcast. Yeah, my, which my is podcast. hysterical. I love the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my my podcast is just a tip, and it's I have to say it like that because people. I know. It's just a tip. Um, <laughs> it's advice. We we take uh, a call and yeah. we kind of riff on it. There's so many tangents. It's really fun. It started out as comedy and ended up being kind of like therapy for everybody. Wow. And I really really love it. Awesome. Well, I hope everyone listening goes and tunes in um, if you're a podcast listener because it's really entertaining. And thank you thank so you. much for coming on yeah. our. Show. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Awesome. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. Okay, so do you guys own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it could be hard work. You know what's easy is bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. So inspired. Thank you, Megan, for being on our show. Yeah, um, thank you, Megan. She's awesome. She's Give doing her, her thing right now. Yeah. Um, we've got Gio here right now who woke up from a nap to come do the pod with us. What's up, man? What's going on in your four-month-old self-life? You're almost four months. That's crazy. What's even crazier is that everyone's sort of been listening. You know, if you've been a listener since the beginning, he was like a little... Yeah, what was he? Uh, Gosh, he was like a month weeks and a half. Old, not even, right? Yeah, or, we started like middle of November. Crazy. What were we thinking? I don't know. But you know what? We're here and we're all here together. Here so we are. thank you, all of you, for literally being along for the journey. We couldn't have been here without you guys. And we want to keep doing this show to the best of our ability. So leave us a review. Let us know what you want to hear. Questions, comments, stories. If you have stories like in your own personal life, and you can totally be anonymous or what, I guess, can you be anonymous? If you want to be anonymous, just shoot us a dm but we'd love to like help you out if we can or you know so not only that i think people can just relate everyone's going through similar things as a young adult or even an older adult right if we can help we want to help yeah so um yeah like you said if you guys are loving the podcast please 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 share with your friends and family we want to grow this community because i think as a unit like there's just so much support and we can really help each other like thrive in this adult world yep I'm with you, bud. Okay, so subscribe to our show, and we will be back next week. And we love and appreciate you guys. Be good adults, everyone. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.